disruption zone. Opportunity lives where the status quo dies. Talking to the greatest innovators, disruptors, and off-the-wall inventors, we can scrounge up. You laugh, you'll learn, you'll be inspired. Now, here are your hosts, Leland Conway and Cameron Mills. Did you know that the CDC hasn't documented a single case of a person who has had and recovered from COVID spreading COVID to someone else? But they have documented many cases of people who have been vaccinated, catching the virus and then spreading it to others who've both been vaccinated and unvaccinated. Now, there's a reason for that. And the reason is not because people who have gotten COVID and recovered from it aren't capable of catching COVID again and spreading it. But it is rare because the immunity conferred by natural immunity is very, very strong. And there's a lot of compelling evidence that shows that it's stronger than anything that the vaccine gives you and certainly longer in duration. But this is why I wanted to have Congressman Thomas Massey on. I had him on my radio show out in Denver last week because he's been pestering the CDC. He's been pestering the FDA. He's been pestering the bureaucracies that essentially act as Uh, de facto runners of our lives right now for information, because what scares me the most about this entire process is, again, I am not anti-vaccine and never have been. I think it may turn out to be a miracle of modern science, but I respect your right to make your own decision for yourself and for your life. I respect your right to decide what is good for you, and what bothers me is that there's an enormous number of people in America that don't respect that right. If the vaccine works, why are you worried if someone else isn't vaccinated? Why are you worried about that? Take the vaccine, wear your mask. If you think the va- the mask works. Let me tell you a funny story. So I took my dogs to get a, uh, a bath this weekend. And uh, we, went, we go to this place where you can do like a self-wash. It's just easier than making a mess at home. And, uh, and they like it. It's a fun little outing for them. They usually get a treat and stuff. So we go to this little place and, uh, I take the dog in and of course I'm not wearing a mask. I've had COVID recovered from it. I, I'm not wearing a mask, you know, and there's not a statewide mask mandate where I live, but I'm trying to be respectful. You know, it's their private property and I need to wash my dog. So I walk in and they're like, we're enforcing masks in the dog room, which is kind of funny because they're not enforcing masks in the store part. But in the room where everybody goes to wash their dogs, they are enforcing masks. And I'm like, well, I don't have one. And she goes, well, we can provide you with one. I was like, that's fine. Just give it to me. So we go in and they give me this mask. And um, they, the funny thing is they let me in the room before they give me the mask. They take me to the dog bath, which is, you know, I have to walk through all of the people in the room uh, before they give me the mask. I've actually got my dog up in the basket before they give me the mask. Then they give me the mask. And it's one of these little paper things. And I just it's uh, straight and flat and it just pops over. And so there's these huge gaps, you know, under my eyes where it lays over my nose and huge gaps under my chin. And I know this and I think it's funny. Well, I start washing my dog. And then what do you know it? Dog hair gets in the air because I'm brushing him out. And that dog hair settles in through those big gaps. And now I'm having to pull the mask off to get the dog hair out of my nose and it's itching and everything's. And I and I thought, how hilarious, because if this mask cannot stop something as large as a dog hair from getting into my nose, how exactly is this mask going to stop um, a, a particle 
microscopic microscopic particle that's smaller than the particle of a fart. They've done the study. Look it up. From getting into my mask and infecting me with COVID. Or if I am blowing dog hair in and out of this mask, whatever I have, I'm also blowing in and out of this mask. It's so dumb. It's an exercise in futility. And yet they do it. And it's just maddening. What I want is science, right? This is not about denying the virus. It's not about denying the vaccine. It's about allowing people to ask questions regarding their own freedom. In Austria and in Australia, they are attempting to lock down anyone who hasn't gotten the vaccine. Lock them down. Force them from their jobs. Force them into their homes so long as they keep their homes. I'm sure they'll be homeless before long because they won't be able to work. And the only thing they'll be able to leave the house for under these proposals are groceries and a doctor's visit. Is that not insane? Do, these are supposedly democracies. These are supposedly self-governed countries. These are supposedly Western civilization countries modeled after the U.S. model. And how long before it comes here? Because we have this idea that people cannot question things and that science is somehow unquestionable, yet the very definition of science is its own questionability. That's how we get science, by questioning it. Anyway, that's enough of me rambling. Um, we'll get to our interview here with Congressman Thomas Massey. First, though, big, big thank you to my friends at Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. I love these guys. Look, if you're in the uh, Louisville or uh, even, you know, uh, northern Kentucky, central Kentucky, uh, southern Indiana, anywhere in that area, just give them a call if you're thinking about doing your dream kitchen. Uh, or cabinets. It's at 502-930-3304. Louisville cabinets and countertops are fantastic. I am able to say that because I have been a customer of theirs twice. Got my kitchen done by them and loved their work ethic and their craftsmanship so much that I had them do my master bath when we lived in Kentucky. And of course, when we sold the house, I'm pretty confident that the way that kitchen looked was why the house sold, one of the reasons why the house sold in like less than a day. Um, your kitchen makes all the difference in the world. We enjoyed it for years um, and over the process became friends with Tim, the owner. And I can tell you, this is a great stand-up guy who loves helping his customers uh, create their dream, right? And so when you call that number, 502-930-3304, you're going to talk to uh, one of their designers, Michelle, Kelly, George. They are excited to help you. But maybe you're a do-it-yourselfer and you don't want the whole turnkey. You just know what you want. You just want to throw some counters on or you want to put some cabinets up. They actually have beautiful in-stock cabinets of every possible style you can imagine, from modern to country to shaker. Whatever you're looking for, the colors you want, they've got them in stock. So if you already know your measurements, you know what you want, or you're a do-it-yourselfer or a contractor, you can do it that way as well. Just check out their website at louisvillecabinetsandcountertops.com for more information or stop by the showroom, 6200 Hit Lane in Louisville, right on the border of Odom County. So Odom County, Louisville, Southern Indiana, this is your place for cabinets and countertops. All right, let's uh, check in with my good friend and yours, Congressman Thomas Massey of Kentucky's 4th District, an interview that I did on my radio show. All right, let's bring the sassy on. Uh, Congressman Thomas Massey, Kentucky's 4th District. I know this is Colorado, but we love you anyway. What's going on, my friend? Well, I'm hanging in here, too. You know how I hang in here? Here we go. Lay it on us. I hang in here like a hair in a biscuit, brother. <laughs> good old Eastern Kentucky saying. By the way, my good friend and colleague from our sister station, uh, KOA across the hall, Mandy Connell, said to say hi, and she loves you. 
Oh, we still love Mandy. Tell her come back to Kentucky. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we're keeping her. Talent in Colorado. We're keeping her. Now. We're keeping her. We're keeping her. It's a staying. So, listen, man, it's good to hear from you. Are you calling from your Tesla on the side of the highway in West Virginia somewhere, or what? What are you doing? <laughs> Normally, I am. I have pulled over at Beans Bakery in Grant County, Kentucky. I am going to an <sighs> axe throwing event. Oh, sweet. Okay, um, now is that the same beans that was has been um, yes. very strongly fighting mandates and stuff, yep. where the governor tried to shut down the restaurant there and yep. all of that? Yeah, there's a couple they of really... Refused, they refused to, to uh, fire their employees and shut down their business. They stayed open the entire time in defiance of the governor. And uh, they've come out on the other end pretty strong. They've got a good following, and we were close to beans and i said let's do the interview from beans cafe well they probably don't appreciate me using the hair and a biscuit analogy (laughs) let's say no they should just start a whole advertising campaign that they sell hairless biscuits (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry Uh, it's better than a hairless biscuit (laughs) so uh you you put a tweet out you're forever in a thorn in the side or a hair in the biscuit of the cdc you've been on them uh, from the very beginning, and you put this uh, tweet out yesterday in response to a FOIA request. The CDC literally just admitted they haven't documented a single case of an unvaccinated individual with natural immunity spreading the virus. For what it's worth, the lawyer who submitted this FOIA request is helping with your mask lawsuit against Nancy Pelosi. So you're suing Nancy Pelosi. Is that about the mask mandate inside the Capitol? Is that right? Yes. Okay. So yes. then. She deducted. She's uh, taking money out of our salaries, and that's against the Constitution. Okay, and uh, and the Twenty Seventh Amendment to the Constitution. How much have so you been fined her- for the, the the for basically? You've defied the the gun ban, and you've defied the mask ban. I think, haven't you? <laughs> I'm not going to talk about the gun ban, but uh, <laughs> I have. It's it's pretty obvious. I'm defying the mask ban. I don't wear yeah. the mask. Right. Uh, she continues to fine us. Uh, I, I sneak in and vote and then and then run into the cloakroom before they can catch me. So I've been able to avoid everybody's got to come up with their own way of noncompliance. But I haven't worn a mask. Uh, I also don't fly anymore. Now, I live seven hours from D.C. Right. Uh, so I just drive to D.C. every week. Uh, so I don't have to wear the mask. I am totally against this nonsense. Well, you've had okay. COVID. You had it very early on before we even knew it was COVID. Very early. In fact, I had a positive antibody test, not this past July, but the July before that. Like, wow. Wow. You know, back with 60 days to slow the spread. Right. I already had the antibodies. Wow. And so I probably had COVID in the winter. You know, I'm one of those people that thinks they had COVID before the government acknowledged COVID was you know, yeah. in the country. I think I had it January 4th that I was sicker than a dog, and that would be 2020. Okay. But but let me tell you about this lawyer. Um, Aaron Siri is his name, the one who got the FOIA uh, information, Freedom of Information Act from CDC that exposed that they don't have a doc. They have not documented a single case of somebody with acquired natural immunity spreading COVID. Right. Aaron, uh, my lawyer, uh, my uh First lawyer, prime lawyer on this case, by the way, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Ralph Norman are on the case with us, pursuing Pelosi. Uh, he, he's from Kentucky, Chris Weiss. And ironically, I think he represented Beans Cafe, the cafe that I'm in, in, in their lawsuit against the governor. 
But uh, so I came to him and I said, hey, I need you to represent us in D.C. And he said, I want to add another lawyer to the case. And at first I was a little skeptical, but Aaron Siri is like the preeminent vaccine injury lawyer. And I I had dinner. By the way, these cases are almost impossible to win. Right. And I had dinner with him this summer. Again, this is the lawyer who just got this bombshell uh, Freedom of Information Act response from CDC. And he told me this summer, he said, this is what he does. He right. does a FOIA request. Um, he, uh, he collected evidence for a, ca- a vaccine injury case. And I'm, I'm not going to get this exactly right, but he asked the FDA or somebody in a FOIA to, to give him the uh, evidence that they had tested this in children, it was some vaccine or something, and and they wrote back and said we we don't have any evidence. We've tested it in children. Wow! Wow! It was, it was something to that effect. So clearly, and, and he told me he had done that before. I didn't realize he was going to do that again but, on the spreader. But event. let's but let's so let he, people help people understand why this is blockbuster. Is is there is is it because they're just oh. not paying attention to the they're just not studying it, or is it because they've tried and can't find it? This, and we're talking about someone who's had COVID, but not the vaccine. There's not a single documented case but the CDC of that person spreading the virus. Is it because they just refuse to look at it, or is it because they can't find it and they're looking for it? And, and let's be clear uh, and say exactly technically what the CDC has said. He asked for any documentation they have of you know somebody with natural immunity spreading COVID. Okay. And they responded they have no documentation of any of that. So That would indicate to me that they're not studying it. I think they're not studying it. I think they are in complete but the, denial. Right. But the problem here is that the director of the CDC is out there saying definitively, <clears throat> as, this, as if it is established scientific fact, that the immunity established by the vaccine is more than the immunity established by natural infection. And yet, if they're not even studying it, she's making a patently, knowingly false statement as the director of the Centers for Disease Control. She's totally lying. She is lying, lying, lying. She needs to resign. Uh, Yes, I'm a U.S. congressman, and I'm telling you the director of the CDC is lying. They fabricated two studies, neither of which are peer-reviewed, to try and show that the vaccine would help you if you already have natural immunity. That was one study they, they fabricated. And then they recently fabricated another study, which, by the way, is in stark contrast to 100 other studies that have already been published. When you say fabricated, what do you mean? They, they, they made up a study that didn't actually happen? They went back, instead of doing a forward-looking study where they said, okay, we're going to have, you know, like your science fair study where, right. you, where you have a control group and you got this other group. They went in and sifted through data that already existed at the hospitals, which yeah. can be, you know, you can you can derive legitimate things from that. Sure. But they they started with a data set that had seven or maybe six times as many vaccinated people sick in the hospital as they found unvaccinated with prior immunity from from a natural infection. So they had like 6,000 vaccinated in the hospital and 1,000 with uh, natural immunity, and they filtered those numbers and massaged them until they decided that you were five times more likely 
to get COVID if you had natural immunity as opposed to the vaccine. But they started with a data set that showed exactly the opposite. Right. And then when you ask for the data regarding this very thing, they tell you they have none. That is correct. They will. Golly. uh, They, they, well, that's a good point, actually, Leland. But they weren't, in that case, trying to study the spread from either of those two groups. And, and by the way, there is a study that's out there. I put this on my Twitter, too. Um, and if you want to find my Twitter, do look for the hashtag Sassy with Massey. It's yeah. S-A-S-S-Y-M-A-S-S-I-E. I but put something is- up the other day with that hashtag, and I got so much yeah. secondhand hate just from the hashtag. <laughs> like, I didn't even need you to retweet it. I just put the hashtag Sassy with Massey, and people were just attacking me out of nowhere. Awesome. Your mom never taught them. If you can't say something nice, say something sassy. <laughs> right. right. Or or be vague. Either of those two will work. Right. <laughs> uh, so uh, there is a study out there that shows that vaccinated are spreading it to vaccinated in healthcare environments. Right. So, anyways, back to the the bombshell FOIA, you know, revelation. This is what uh, the attorney Aaron Siri. I think he was thinking, I, you know, I'm going to try this. And if they tell me they have no information, it wouldn't be the first time they've told Aaron Siri that, the right, attorney. Right. Uh, but I think he was probably surprised to see they did it again uh, and admitted they have no documentation over somebody with naturally acquired immunity from a prior infection, I mean, recovering from COVID and then spreading it. I don't think it's possible to understate the seriousness of this, though, because oh, yes. because when we look at the, the from a macro perspective, we're looking at a national vaccine mandate that doesn't allow for people who've had COVID defeated it and now have natural immunity. And they're they're deliberately dis, not they're not discussing it. It's being dismissed. Anytime you bring it up, all of the media talks about as if it doesn't exist, there is no such thing. Yet the science tells us, and we have a landmark study out of Israel that says you're six to 13 times more immune to it after having defeated it naturally, and yet that's ignored. And I think the significance of this is this information should be allowing us to create an entire subcategory of people exempted from a vaccine mandate, and yet they're talking as if there is no difference while they have no data to prove that. That, that to me, is, way, is almost criminal. Not just a, a subcategory. It's pro- the subcategory probably includes at least half of all Americans. Yeah, right? you're right. Should be exempted. Now, I'm not going to talk about the legality, constitutionality, or the morality, because all these vaccine mandates fail on all those terms. But just the logic of it, the logic of it demands that you exempt people who have natural immunity and you can test for that there's the the antibody test there's a t-cell test you can test for it Uh, unlike the vaccine they don't they do not test your antibodies after the vaccine unless it's some a study they're doing right like this is what i've asked people sort of rhetoric rhetorically on twitter if you took the vaccine to save your life did you also pay fifty dollars and get the antibody test to see if the vaccine worked Actually gave you the antibodies, yeah. That's a really right. good point. But if, if you believe this vaccine is going to save your life, wouldn't you pay the $50 before you go out and have a big party? <laughs> right. And, and, and find out if it took, right. you know, if it, if it actually worked on you, if your body presented a strong immune response. Wouldn't you pay $50 to find that out? And obviously that's a rhetorical question. No, they're t- 
taking the vaccine on blind faith. Right. By the way, there's another. There was another FOIA release uh, from CDC. I'm not sure if you saw this that shows the banter back and forth when they changed the definition in September of vaccination. They, in their internal emails, CDC realized, and they're telling each other, our definition of vaccination does not cover this vaccine. <laughs> and, and so we need to change it. And this is the did. same thing they did when they got bu- when Fauci got busted uh, studying uh, funding gain of function research. They just behind the scenes changed the definition of of this research that they were doing so that they could claim they weren't doing a gain of function when in fact that was exactly what they were doing. That's right. It's it's Orwellian. They're they're yeah. changing the words. Um, they're changing the purpose of these agencies. Look, if OSHA has any role mm-hmm. in regulating employers. It would be to protect workers from something their boss does to them. Right. In other words, a vaccine mandate. And by the way, this was OSHA's instinctive first response was to tell uh, employers before it was the Joe Biden mandate, when employers had these mandates, to tell them they had to record adverse effects and report them to OSHA. Right. They had a vaccine mandate at their company. Now they tell them they're not reportable. They ch- they totally Jeez. OSHA went from trying to protect workers from the vaccine mandates to obscuring the effect of vaccines on workers and brushing it under the rug. That's... So with, it's Orwellian. The words have changed. The yeah. purpose of the agencies have changed. But wow. here's let me I'd be remiss if I didn't say this. I, I just filed to run for reelection a few hours ago. OK, uh, because I cannot wait until we get in the majority. And instead of relying <laughs> on, you know, conscientious citizens to file FOIA requests, it's the freaking U.S. Congress that is telling <laughs> these departments, get your butts over here. You are going to testify. And we call when we get in the majority, we're going to call the witnesses. They can't Good. redact the stuff. Good. I mean, we're but I mean, it's not that we could release it all, but they have to tell us what's in that redacted stuff. Right. But by the way, they redacted a lot of those emails when they redefined when they... vaccination in September. Yeah. In the, in the FOIA. <clears throat> I can't wait till we get this, the majority and get that stuff. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Unfortunately, I'm out of time, but golly, that that is, dude, I'm just telling you, I'm glad we have congressmen like you that are willing to be a thorn in the side and aren't afraid of either party's ramifications to what you're doing. Isn't he great? I, I'm so glad that he is there uh, pushing the boundaries and challenging not only the Democrats, but even his own party when it is necessary. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to Louisville Cabinets and Countertops for their help with the program and their support. Give them a call at 502-930-3304. Hey, if you're in the market for your dream kitchen, just imagine yourself. Like, do this, right? If your kitchen is ugly, if you have an ugly kitchen, imagine yourself now instead of being in that ugly kitchen. Maybe you got to get up early to go to work. Imagine yourself standing at a beautiful new kitchen island that overlooks your beautiful living room with your beautiful cabinets uh, and your new lighting and you're standing there sipping that first cup of coffee going, wow, my home is beautiful. That's what a, that is what a dream kitchen remodel can do for your home, not to mention add to your home's value uh, by just making it more aesthetically pleasing if you do decide to sell it. And Louisville Cabinets and Countertops is your place because they can do it all. It can literally take you from zero like what you're standing in right now, your 1970s kitchen with the avocado refrigerator, and go from that 
to the dream you've always had of your modern kitchen with your sleek stainless steel or black appliances or whatever you want. They can take you to all of that and help you with that process, right? With the cabinets, with the countertops. They can move walls around. They can help you with the lighting process. They can bring everybody to bear that needs to be brought to bear to help you do this in your dream kitchen. So check them out. It's LouisvilleCabinetsAndCountertops.com, 502-930-3304, or 6200-HIT-LANE in Louisville. They also have cabinets in stock ready to go. Guys, there are huge problems with supply chains all over the country right now, but not at Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. They've got what you need in stock and ready to go. So check them out as well if you're a do-it-yourself or a contractor. Make that happen. Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. Thanks to Dynamics Productions for their help with the audio on this program. And thanks to you. Follow me on Instagram. It's at GreatLeeLondo and at The Disruption Zone. And on uh, Twitter, it's at Leland Show and at Zone Disruption. So check that out. You can download the podcast for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, or iHeartRadio's app. You can find it there as well. Just search the Disruption Zone. Thanks for listening. I'm Leland Conway, the Disruption Zone.